Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with your host, Reba Hobbs, a podcast motivated to help survivors of trauma to heal and focus on their full potential. I am your host, Reba, and thank you guys for coming back. No, today we don't have my co-host. Long story short, um, right now it's a little harder for us to try to get a podcast recording because our schedules, like I told you guys before, I was not here last week because I had the flu. Yeah. So I have an interesting story uh, before we start today's podcast. So if you hear my voice, it goes in and out. It's not completely, completely back, but the coughing that literally lasted like five days after the flu passed was horrible. Um, The voice goes in and out. I have this raspiness, especially in the morning. Of course, you know, we all have deep voices in the morning, but my voice been going in and out for about over a week. So last week, let's discuss last week real quick the recap of last week in the weekend well the recap of two weeks because i haven't been here in two weeks i had my nephews from georgia um come visit me this was their first time coming to wisconsin since i've been here almost five years so um my sister my younger sister not baby sister younger sister is here not here but in illinois for like a month and so i wanted to spend time with my nephews so First, my older nephew came. Um, he's 16. And so then the uh, first week, and then the second nephew joined him the second week. So not just that, I had my own kids. So I had two teenagers and two elementary school, whatever you want to call it, kindergartner and first grader, whatever, for two whole weeks. Well, within this two whole weeks time span, the first week I end up getting the flu. Um, I think a couple of days after my nephew got here, that Tuesday. And then after I recorded that podcast, that Tuesday I ended up getting the flu. And then next Monday, that next Sunday, I had the other nephew. But whatever. It was an amazing time. I enjoyed them. Um, I learned some things about them personally, individually, collectively. And with that being said, it just was a great time. Now they're gone, my kids are back, and we're back on our regularly scheduled program. But let me say this, when you enjoy people, but you invite them in your home, I am very a hospitality person. You go to my home, it feels like a hotel. So um, you're very comfortable. A lot of people tell me my home is very relaxing. I make it like that on purpose so that you can enjoy your time here and that's with adults or children. Um, most likely, most of the time I like being around kids because we got a lot of activities. It was so funny because my nephew, the older one, he was like, the first week he was like, oh, we got something to do every day after work because he actually comes to the Boys and Girls Club with me like my kids do. My son works right now. Um, <clears throat> so that got his voice. So if you hear me here and doing a lot of clearing, I'm not going to edit it out. It's no way to do that. Um, but so he's like, we have a lot of stuff to do. I mean, every, some, 
something to do every day. And it wasn't that we just necessarily had something to do every day, which was true because that's my life. Um, my life around survives around my kids. And especially because it's the summertime, I'm trying to get my kids in more activities. So I think that first week they had music class, um, signing them up and that didn't go as well as I needed it to do because miscommunication, but whatever. Um, doing things with them, doing different activities with them on top of my busy schedule. I still run a class. I still teach my class. I still run a business. Um, I still do things. So, of course, they was busy from the time. I think they probably had collectively three days that we didn't do anything in the whole two weeks. I promise you. We have went to church. We went to Bible class. Um, we did everything. Okay. Everything I could think of that I could do with them, I wanted to do. I did it. It is what it is. So now that it's over, um, we're back to our regular schedule program. This week, think I'm a little less busy or I don't think I have any uh, appointments because it was so funny during that time I still had therapy I said it was like everything just ran together but whatever and then I'll talk on top of me getting sick shout out to my best friend William um coming through at the last minute coming and taking care of me till I got back to health and holding the kids down and taking them where they need to go and bringing them back and even making himself late. So appreciate the people you got. I'm telling you guys because tomorrow's not promised to no one. And secondly, people don't come in our lives, um, whether they're friends or family members, for a permanent time. God can send them for a temporary time, okay? And we just never know. Now, blood is blood, okay? Family is family. That's true. That's permanent. But sometimes family can't get replaced. So, I that's just how I feel. But that goes into my episode of my podcast. When I am... Today's podcast is about... Today's podcast is about letting go and having your peace. Um, when I am at a time, as I am right now, in the healing process, in the healing journey. Now, I'm teaching a lot of students at my church right now my class is big now it's so big my coaching class at my church it's so big that I had to email the director last week and tell her I need more chairs for the next time of my class now I do class every other week they want me to do a class every week but this is a lot for me on top of my schedule not because I don't want to do it, but it's a lot of work I do, information I give uh, for my students, and I also work with my students individually. So I give them, for my class, I give them personal goals that I want them to reach for themselves, but I also give them an individual goal that I want them to reach for the six months that they're in this class. So it's a six-month coaching program that I'm doing with my church, that my same program that I do, I do with them. So... And in these six months, we do different things. So it's a lot for me to do every week. So every other week is personally fine because it gives them time to work on the homework that I give them. I do. I give them homework. Um, And I also want to make sure that they're serious about because they're adults just like I am. Most of them are older than me. But 
I have to make sure that they're serious about what they're doing. So, get into the podcast. When you are going through a transition of healing and peace, and you know that you're trying to heal from some things, or you know that you're trying to go to the next step, wherever God has you on this journey, okay? Please understand and know that through your prayers and through your listening to him, God will allow certain things to happen just as well as this is not just spiritually, but just as well as um, you got to understand that the devil comes in and, and try to stop what you, your mind, your focus in the healing journey. Please know that. Okay. So <clears throat> not to piggyback off of that too much, but what I want you to understand is anybody that don't come in your life that don't understand your healing journey, your healing process, it is what it is. And I say that to the point of fact of whether it's family members or friends. Now, over these kind of, over these couple of years, I have realized that God has sent me more friends that turned into blood family members that have been there for me more than my own blood. Even my siblings that, yes, my siblings can be replaced because they are permanently blood, but they can be replaced to the point of fact of toxicity removing toxicity out out of my life um not saying they have to be on the same level as I am but if you understand in the journey that I am on of forgiveness healing peace transformation that even if there are blood you sometimes have to take a break I'm not saying permanently because I've learned over the years that permanently Unless there is a need, need, you know, cutting people off, it's not a healthy way to do something, but you can take a break from people, okay? As long as, and I'm going to say this, is you totally forgive. Now, I talk about forgiveness a lot only in my in my first session of my class, like I told y'all guys last week or the week before, because a lot of people think they forgave and they don't. It's a lot of bitterness that people have. Sometimes people have hope. hope whole arts against somebody that didn't even hurt them just because it was their family member and that's that's first of all toxic second of all it's got something to do more with you than the person that hurt the other person um of your forgiveness and your history and your past you need to dig dig deep down the side and ask why is it hurting you that bad when it wasn't totally offense towards you now there are triggers there are traumas that we all go through that you may get triggered but it should be a process over a certain amount of years. You shouldn't still be hurting over a certain amount of years. Ten over ten years um, of something that happened, and you're still hurting. Sixteen years later, seventeen years later, and a trigger and trauma. I'm sorry, healing doesn't do that. Now healing is an everyday journey, but it should be a point of time that you feel like, okay, that happened to me too. Let me use this in the avenue to help someone else or whatever, give advice, and not have so much tension or anger about it, okay? Secondly, I want to talk about when you're moving into a peace and a comfort zone of forgiveness in itself, I don't care who it is on this earth. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your cousin, Okay? Forgiveness is forgiveness. It could be someone that truly hurt you. Um, 
the piece of forgiving someone is on a whole nother level. Everybody can't do it. And everybody's not there. And I understand that. I understand that journey. What I've learned over the years is that me truly forgiving, and I'm talking about truly, not pushing it to the side, not throwing it under the rug, not pushing it on the back burner, truly forgiving is allowing someone to be in my circle. That don't mean that I will allow them to be the same spot that they were before. That's just like in a relationship. You break up with someone, relationships break up all day. You forgive that person, y'all forgive each other. You can cordially, actively talk to the person, be friends with the person, forgive the person. They don't have to be back your spouse, your mate, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. That's what I mean. But truthfully, actively, you don't have to have any anger or ought to them, towards them. I find a lot of times that we think when we would forgive because we don't want to let them back in our lives that we really haven't. Because if there's any way that a trigger or trauma or anger runs up in you from them just being around or you thinking about something they did, you didn't forgive. Um, because I feel like that person is that person. And I t- said this many times on another podcast. You allow people to be who they are, but you don't allow people to change you. And over these years, I have transpired into saying, I don't allow people to change me. I forgive them. They don't have to even be in my circle. I can move on and I can be cordial. That's when I talked about friendships and relationships back in the past, about a podcast about how you put people. You have to put certain people and family members like that too. I got to be cordial and I be cool, but if that's what they're at and their mindset is in a negative space, maybe you need to, especially in your healing stage, separate for a temporary time. And I say temporary time because you never know what God can do and what God open door that God can open, okay, for that relationship, okay? I use this personally in my own life because I am healing and transferring. Everybody knows I'm fully divorced, right? I am okay with being divorced. I am happy with being divorced. I have moved on, okay? But it's still in this time, I'm still healing for things, okay? I don't have triggers and traumas, but I also still love my ex-husband. And I love him in a different way than I loved him when we was together. We was, I was not in love with him. I love him because he's my daughter's father. I love him because he's still a person at the end of the day that God had created on this earth. That's point blank in the whole period. That has nothing to do with our history, our past, our divorce, anything else besides my love for him doesn't change because of what he's done to me. Because, let's be real, I've done stuff to him too. My love doesn't change because um, of who he is. My love cha- my love is what it is because God created me. I never want God to turn his back on me because I've done something wrong. Because I've sinned. Because I've hurt him so well. We hurt God so much or whatever. And we want to get treated um, like... Forgive me, Lord, and everything be erased, which that's what God does. But we don't do that for people. Now, now, 
truthfully, it's harder to do it for me. But he did say he could get them 70 times 7. And I think he said that only because true forgiveness is, okay, me and my, my daughter's father, we talk just like me and my son's father talk. We're actually friends. I could talk to him about personal things. He listened to me. I listened to him. The relationship just didn't work out. It is what it is. Forgiveness is a major, major thing because we sit and harp on things that God didn't even sit and harp on. He forgave us before. So back to this healing. When you're healing and you truly heal, I want you guys to actually reevaluate what your healing stage or if you're healing from any kind of trauma. Okay, that's a friend. There's things that I'm I'm still healing from and friendships that still kind of like bring up a little teary eye, hurt me, things that, you know, friendships I'm not even friends with or whatever, that I'm like, okay, it's okay. There are people I have literally separated from that I'm like, okay, they're just not getting it. Um, Maybe I need to back up and... If they get it, they get it. They don't, they don't. But I don't want that, that being in my world. You got to understand that if you're truly healing and you're truly transforming and you're truly trying to be a better person and you're truly trying to let go of past and past mistakes you made and whatever else you went through, so much drama and trauma and you're trying to let all that go. Anybody that's around your world and in your, like I said again, if it's family members or friends, you got to truly understand how to separate yourself and separate yourself in a positive way, in a positive manner, where it doesn't affect you internally and you're not sleeping at night. Trust me, I, 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 I sleep very well, okay? And I don't need no more problems, okay? So you're not sleeping at night. You're not getting um, the proper mental clarity that you need for life. You're not... Everything is just uh, uh, this happened because of this, and I'm bitter because of this, and I'm hurt because of that. Then you really need to get some therapy. You need to go into therapy. You need to get some help. You need to forgive. It's just like a a, a story that I was uh, having with, I mean, a conversation I was having with my best friend, and I had asked him, you know, a, question, a couple of series of questions about forgiveness, and I asked him, um, you know. You got to set yourself aside and apart from someone else and people that's in the group because it doesn't matter. God is watching you and what you're saying and what's coming out your mouth. You see what I'm saying? Um, A lot of times we go through things that we think that we got over, but we didn't. A lot of times we go through things that we feel like life could bring us I would never do this again I would never do this again you never know and then a lot of times we judge situations people scenarios and sometimes we may not know that karma comes back around and bite us in the butt and it can happen to us I got to the point over the last couple of years of saying never say never because never saying never means it could never happen to me but it can't Anything and everything can happen to you. 
and you might be judging somebody else's situation and you might go through the same exact thing for it to be an experience or example of you shouldn't be so judgmental you could be the other person on that end and say that person is why you judging that person saying that person is so wrong for what they've done you could be the person that do it to someone else the same exact thing and thought you could never do it so watch what you come out your mouth and say never say never and how you talk about other people and how you view other people because at the same time at the end of the day they're still god's people they're still someone that created um and so and then truthfully there are truly evil spirits and evil people out here let's be real even in that you still got to forgive them if they hurt you or hurt someone else even in that you got to move past that and say okay it happened it, the person is out of it they moved on or even in that you got to heal inside yourself and say i'm okay with being around this person seeing this person it's it's the the art is done why are we still holding on this past up i don't understand i don't get it um i've done it before but i'm at the point in my life i let people be who they are and when i say let people be who they are that means good or bad gotta bring the right people because i pray and I talk to him. I want the right people in my life. I want the right people surrounded around me. I want people to help me grow. I want people to help me flourish. I want people that uh, in my time of need, um, that there and then uh, throwing it back in my face. I want to do the same thing for other people. The same way I ask for people around me, I ask God to reveal to me how I could be a better friend. Reveal to me how I could be a better mother. Reveal to me how I could be a better future spouse how, how I could be a better person or individually a better sister a better aunt reveals to me that's what I'm talking about so just as well as I wouldn't want to judge someone else I need to judge my own self and my own character my own characteristics to say am really I am a good person you know would I do this to someone would I judge someone for this and then you need to reevaluate what your process of healing is you need to reevaluate are you not there yet uh, are you trying to even get there? Because a lot of people say they use an excuse. I'm not there yet. Yeah, you may not be there yet, but are you really trying to get there? Are you really trying to inspire to be a truly healed person and not and move on from things and allow God to work uh, work in you that people start seeing differently? Are you trying to be a positive aspect aspect for everybody around you that they come to you for this advice and that advice and not just um the negative nancy or we're gonna gossip or we're gonna talk about negative stuff and that's all we got in common you know i talk about this a lot of times our trauma and our healing and our bonds um is attracted to who we surround ourselves around and i talk about that with a friendship are you connected with friendships and family members that you just got one little common thing in common because y'all could just negatively talk about things there's no no moving on from positivity and if you always on the phone and y'all negatively talking then that's your connection if one person start growing so one person start moving past that and they say i don't want to be in that space no more i don't want to be in a head space no more are you okay with moving on from that are you the person that always want to talk negative or vice versa are you truly trying to in this time phrase separate yourself from people that are not for you and that 
you really believe that God don't have for you. And it's our frame of my life. I truthfully say that I want God to bring the right people in my life. I'm, I'm so done with toxic drama, arguments, fighting. People know me, my background, my history. I was an angry person. Was. Okay. I still get triggers, but at the same time, was. Um, they got me zero to 100, you know. I still work on things. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. But do things affect me like they used to? No. Do I harbor on stuff for a long time? No. You might get give me 24 hours and I'm like, okay, it's done. No way. It happened nowhere. A lot of people might call it cold-hearted. It's not cold-hearted. It's just that I start reevaluating and accepting people for who they are. Just as simple. So if you're truly healing and you're truly going through a season, reevaluate who's around you. Reevaluate who you have in your life. Reevaluate yourself. Start reading books. Start doing the self-preservation uh, of what you need to do for yourself. How you need to figure out a lot of things about yourself. I promise you, when I did a lot of reading this year and I started realizing things about myself, it was hurtful. But it was things that were breaking down in me and I, pieces of breaking down in me that I'm like, okay, all right, I need to heal from that. Well, I need to do this and I need to do that. That's because... I wanted to personally do the work on myself, not for anybody else, not for my future spouse, not for my kids, for myself. Yes, I did it for my kids. I'll say that because I wanted my kids to see a better mother than what they seen or whatever. But I also did it for myself because I knew that God created me to be this powerful, mighty woman of God that is going to have a great podcast, that's going to be a great coach, that's going to be a great um, example for other women around the world, not just on this podcast, but around the world to help other people accomplish their goals and heal from their trauma that's what i do i help people heal from their past trauma so i can't help people heal from their past trauma if i'm not healing from my own on top of therapy i've done my own work on myself on side of therapy because therapy is just not the just the one thing and then you go to the 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 therapist once a week once a month twice a month and then that's it you have to do the work while you're in therapy and if you're truly not doing the work while you're in therapy, then that's a problem. Then you really don't want to heal, and you really don't want to do the work. I talk to my students all the time about, in this healing journey, you have to be forgiven. You have to forgive, but you got to forgive yourself. But also, on top of that, you got to be patient with yourself. This is not something that you are taking a sprint. It's a marathon, okay? Your healing, it look different from everybody else's. But... When I say go ahead and look different for everybody else, that don't mean that, I'm sorry, 10 or 15 years later, something should not trigger you the same way it triggers you 10 or 15 years ago. Then you got to ask yourself, did I really heal from that? Someone should not anger you like they angered you 10 or 15 years ago. Then you got to ask yourself, did you really heal from that? Healing is from within, and then it comes out to show other people. You got to know, are you really healing? Well, that's to end to today's podcast. I thank you for listening. I will be back next week. Thank you for being patient with me and my voice. Don't forget the word of the year is manifestation and blessings. Okay? My word of the year is discipline. I'm being more disciplined in my life. And until then, please like, share, and subscribe on this podcast. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. I am the Breakthrough Coach on Instagram and on Facebook. You also could find the Breakthrough Podcast on Apple and Spotify. 
anywhere. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye.